0: Welcome to the Enrooted Podcast, where we believe it's our biblical duty to work the land and that scripture provides wisdom for our everyday walk in life. This is your podcast where faith intertwines inspiration, new perspectives, and practical tips for your forest management and land ownership journey. Let's get started. Welcome back. I am going to be talking to you today about getting involved with your family land before you actually have to take on the full-on responsibility. Now, this may be a little difficult sometimes because especially if your parents or your dad or your grandparents or whoever it may be that's currently in charge, when you try to put yourself out there and actually start getting more involved, a lot of times you will see that they will kind of be like, oh, don't you worry about it, I got it under control. Or they may even say, yes, this sounds like a great opportunity, a great option. I think I would love to have you more involved. But when it comes down to actually following through and remembering to give you a call, to give you a text to let you know about certain events before they actually occur, things kind of slip by or they kind of forget to give you plenty of notice. Now, to be fair, there are plenty of management practices that there isn't a whole lot of notice. Like, for example, when it comes to prescribed burning, you really don't have much more notice than, hey, next week we're aiming to do this. And tomorrow we're actually going to do it because there's so many other factors that you can't control. You have to determine whether the weather is appropriate, the wind direction, all these things, which can change on a dime. And so there are certain management practices that you really don't get a ton of notice, which is also why I've never really been that great at doing a lot of prescribed burns because I've never been good at dropping absolutely everything I have to go. Burn the woods now i definitely made my effort i got my boots dirty i had plenty of experience with that just never was really good at dropping everything so i completely understand when someone gives you the call and it's like hey now's the time and you already have plans how are you supposed to be able to juggle both but that's not what i'm talking about today today i am actually talking about proactively putting yourself out there and we are going to reference samuel and this was actually a sermon given by our pastor this past Sunday that really inspired me to give this talk. So I've been on my heart for a little while about how do you actually get involved with your family land when perhaps maybe you aren't necessarily being as included as you would like or given as much notice. So he pulled out this, uh, this scripture that I'm going to be reading to you. It's in 1 Samuel chapter 3, verses 1 through 11. So I'm going to read them real quick and kind of give you the, the quick story about it. The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There was not many visions. One night, Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord, where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel. Samuel answered, Here I am. And he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, but you called me. But Eli said, I did not call you, go back and lie down. So when he went and lied down, again, the Lord called Samuel and Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am, you called me. My son Eli said, I did not call you, go back and lie down. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. And a third time the Lord called Samuel, Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am, you called me. Then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, go and lie down. And if he calls you, say, speak Lord for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lie down in his place. Then the Lord came and stood there calling as all the other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, speak for your servant is listening. And Lord said to Samuel, see, I am about to do something in Israel that will make the ears of everyone who hears it tingle. So we got three characters here, all right? We got God, we got Samuel, and we got Eli. Now, God is kind of like that calling naturally because he is God, and we're not going to pretend God is anyone else, than who he is, he's God. But in our land ownership and management cases, perhaps maybe even feeling kind of this, this burning up of, I need to get more involved, I want to join in, I need to do this, I need to actually start getting some boots on the ground, dirty experience. So that way when I take over the reins, it's not nearly as overwhelming. I kind of have some basic understanding of how this whole process works, who to call, who to talk to, and, and what it looks like. And I can feel so much more confident when my time comes to be able to take the reins fully. So we have God, which is that calling for us to actually start showing up and start getting engaged. Then we have Eli and Samuel. Now Eli, as we can see in here, is the gentleman who Samuel keeps on running to. Is like, hey, you called me. I'm here. And he keeps sending Samuel back to bed. So in this case, to me, Eli really resonates with our parents, our grandparents, the person who we are trying to go to and say, hey, I'm here. I'm ready to get involved if they keep sending us back to bed. And then we have Samuel. Samuel is us in this instance. It is us who is feeling this calling, feeling this, this, um, you know, growing need to show up, feeling this, this growing calling to, Hey, I need to start getting more involved. So we keep on showing up and saying, Hey, I'm here. How can I help? And we keep getting sent back to bed. All right. And Honestly, it seems to be our natural tendencies to do things in threes. You got Peter over here in the New Testament, who denies Peter or denies Jesus three times, of course. And um, that always has resonated with me. You read through the New Testament, Jesus actually told everybody about his crucifixion and resurrection three times. Jonah gets swallowed by the whale, and he stays in the whale for three days. So there's something about this lovely magical three and doing things in repetition of threes before we actually take hold. And we see the same thing here with Eli, Samuel, and God. God calls Samuel three times, and Samuel goes to Eli three times before Eli kind of wakes up and is just like, oh, I see what's going on here. And so what does that mean for us? It means that we should naturally expect that when we go to our parents, we're probably gonna to have to do it multiple times. The first time's not really gonna stick, the second time's not gonna stick, or even the third time. It's not until that third time that Eli's eyes are kind of woken up of what's going on here and he gives Samuel the right instructions of how he needs to respond and who he needs to respond to appropriately. And it's that fourth time that Samuel again gets called and then he responds in the right way. So I wanted to leave us uh, some some tips that we can do to try to start getting more engaged while learning from Samuel, Eli, and God here. The first one is, it is definitely going to take multiple times for us to show up and say, I am here. So you just need to kind of expect it. And the first time you go, you simply need to show up and express your willingness to assist and say, I would like to get more involved. So that's your first thing that you need to do is when you go to your parents, your grandparents, your husband, whoever it may be that you were trying to get more experience from before you take on the potential management reins full time, you need to go and say, I'm here, I am ready to show up, but we should expect them to be like, okay, yeah, that sounds great, but also probably just to send us back to bed to send us away and say don't worry I got it under control you are busy enough I already know and that may be 100% true so what do we do we're probably still going to feeling this calling maybe you kind of had a sigh of relief after that point and you might be like oh my goodness I actually am way too busy to try to fit this in but you are still going to feel this internal calling of I need to show up and of course that's God trying to press press us and get us more prepared. So when we do take on these management roles, again, it's not nearly as overwhelming. You greatly reduce your chance of getting taken advantage of, of that risk of losing your land, of risk of losing your timber to bad deals because of just that natural tendency during succession and during those times of transition, all those emotions and feelings that are welling up sometimes don't help us think the most logically. But if you have that boots on the ground, little bit of experience at least, we can greatly increase our confidence to make wiser decisions, especially during times of transition. So that first time we're most likely going to be sent away because we're already too busy, right? Show up again and say, you know what? I'm here, I'm ready to take on something and express um, that you would like to help and you want to be better prepared. All right, so you're not just saying, hey, how can I help? You are being a little bit more specific this second time around and saying that I would like to help and prepare now, all right? And maybe you you offer to help with some upcoming management. And during these in-between times, I would also recommend getting a little bit more familiar with the plans on your property. You don't wanna go and say, hey, how can I help? Everything I teach is about asking very specific questions. And so the same would be true when you're offering help and assistance is to be specific. And in order to be more specific in those questions and those answers and those requests, you need to be familiar with what it is that you own and you need to be familiar with some of the management plans that are coming up. So get familiar with your plan and say, hey, I would love to help with that cell, I would love to help with that food plot establishment. I would love to help with fill in the blank with whatever is going on, maybe within this next year. Okay, not whether within this next year. Within this next year, I would say also make sure it's a short-term goal that you wanna help on. Because if we play something too far out, we're probably gonna forget about it. But they may do one of two things still. They're most likely going to say, hey, I got it, I appreciate it, I'll try to remember. And they're gonna send us back to bed, just like Samuel. So we're gonna be sent back that second time. Most likely. But that third time we show up, we say we're ready to get involved and we also provide recommendations of how we can get involved. Perhaps it's a project that you can implement on the ground. Perhaps it's a portion of the property that you're like, hey, I would really love to take all the management for the east side of that X road to kind of start getting your boots dirty. And this way you're going to be able to start making connections, you're going to start getting familiar with all the different resources available, and you're just going to get more of that tangible, hands-on experience. But you do need to be specific. But most importantly you need to continue showing up when i first read through this this chapter in samuel and kind of when i say first read i mean first heard the pastor talk about it because i'm not super familiar with samuel but when he was referencing you know chapter three of samuel what did resonate to me was that obedience for samuel to continue showing up because how many times in my own life have i just been like you know what they said no and I've just let it go and I haven't done any following up despite what may be that pressing I've continued to feel that I should be doing something. I've kind of toned it down, I've muted it and said they've already said no, there's no point in continuing to show up. But we see here Samuel wakes up every single time, runs to Eli and says I am here. And of course, Eli sends him back those first three times not really understanding what's going on. And it is that third time that Eli kind of recognizes is like, oh, I see what's going on and gives Samuel the right instruction. So the fourth time when he is called again, he shows up, but he shows up to the right person. And so the way I kind of look at it for our land management and ownership is that we need to continue showing up. You need to expect to be sent back, but that doesn't mean we just say, hey, they said no, and we no longer try to even show up anymore. So it is that third time that hopefully it will stick. And the way I can look at it to making it stick is by being specific, explaining why this is so important to you, why you are feeling so compelled to be able to get involved now rather than waiting. Yes, you are busy enough, but this is important to you. You continue to feel this need. You want to grow this confidence and ensure that when succession happens, that you are better prepared to handle these reins. Does that mean things are going to go smoothly? Of course not. But you will at least, have had a little bit experience and a little bit of contact of understanding how this whole process works. So be specific in your why, why you are continuing to show up, as well as be specific in something that you can actually tangibly do, and ideally something that won't necessarily interfere with whatever they already have going on. If they are already taking these reins really, really well, try to take on a, a project or a role that they can still do what they're doing. And you guys aren't necessarily codependent on each other. You aren't dependent on them letting you know when certain activities are happening so you can jump in because it is going to be your responsibility and you are taking accountability from start to finish for something on that property. Now, if you have small acreages, this may be a little bit more difficult to differentiate these types of roles. And so you may be very much looking at project specific. Maybe it's a new project or program that you are looking to enroll into. But if you have larger acreages and you're able to divide the property up, um, theoretically, Then that might be a great opportunity for you to say, I'm going to take these 30 acres, these 50 acres, these 150 acres, whatever it may be, and say, I'm going to do everything from A to Z for the next year on this property here. And those are just some examples. It doesn't have to be exactly that. Again, just look at your management plan, look at your time, look at whatever that calling is that you feel compelled to continue doing and keep showing up. Because as we've seen throughout history, especially in the Bible, it takes at least three times for us to continue showing up, three times to be denied, to actually see something, uh, the, the light on the other side, to see something actually come to fruition. So the question I have for you today, this week, this year, whatever it may be, is one, are you feeling that calling to show up? Have you been ignoring it? Two, are you going to respond? we're probably gonna respond the wrong way at first. And that's okay. Eli, not Eli, Samuel responded the wrong way. Peter denied three times and he increasingly denied passionately each time. It's okay if we do things wrong. It's going to take time. We're going to stumble and fall. But the important part is that we continue showing up and responding and moving forward in the right direction. So will you continue answering that call and trying to get engaged? That's really up to you, but I would love to hear what are your ideas? Have you tried to get more involved with your family land? Have you been sent back to bed a few times? How have those conversations go? I would really love to hear from you. Send me a comment in this video or shoot me an email at landandladies at gmail.com and just let me know, or you can always message me on any of my socials, Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, or even LinkedIn. I would love to just get to know you and your experiences a little more. Until next time.